The legends are true. But overwhelming power! The sauce of destiny. Yes! The most legendary sauce has arrived as McDonald's transforms into the anime world of Wickdonald's. The greatest flavors unite in all new savory chili McDonald's sauce to make your 10-piece Nuggets, fries, and Sprite ultra-powerful. Unlock manga comics with every meal and sit down for a new anime short every week only at Wickdonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba, go! And participate in McDonald's for a limited time while supplies last. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. You straight up cuckooed that dude, bro. Oh my god. You've got all your charger gear on because I'm feeling fresh as hell. Well, you guys better enjoy it. It's the fans loved it. You have to love what you're seeing on tape if you're a Chargers fan, especially for the future with Justin Herbert. On the move and throws and touchdown. Do this is together. Players, coaches, staff, fans, together, we can create something truly special. Stay tuned for the good content. Good morning, everybody. Welcome back to the Charger Chat. I'm your co-host, Wooldog, sitting with my buddy, Kev Huggin' Duggan. What's up, guys? Let's not forget Kyle the Coach Duggan. It's almost playoffs, guys. And we're, we're almost there, man. It's Isn't it weird that now we're just like, well, well now we just wait. King yeah. of Castles. <laughs> King of the Castles. Yeah, yeah. Sitting yeah. in my chair, King of Castles. That's yeah. how I feel right now. It's just like, all right, today's Thursday. <laughs> Get this regular season over with, huh? Yeah. Let's get the Raiders season still over. Still doing this? Week 18? All right, I guess All we right, can do yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. It's just crazy that there's a real potential that some of these players might not play a full game on Sunday. There is a potential, yeah, yeah which we talked crazy. about in previous episodes of like, yeah, we might bench some guys so that they stay healthy. We it's talked like, about this like four weeks ago. Like, I could know. it happen? And I was like, guys, that's ridiculous. <laughs> guys, Shut yeah. Up. Let, yeah, let's calm down. Let's not calm go chill. Crazy. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> One time I'm not seriously positive, it just totally backfires. Yeah. Blows up in your face. Well, obviously, folks, lots to talk about this episode. There's been some big things happening. Um, and we've got, uh, as always, a Craig experience and a special coach's corner lined Ooh. up for this episode. So stay tuned for that later on. But let's start it off here at the top. Uh, Tony Romo. We all know Tony, don't He's we? He's a genius. He called yeah. plays before smart. they happen. I yeah. can't. He's the future. Didn't like him as a player. Love him in his current One of the best commentators, I think, in the sports right now. Seriously. Uh, well, NFL Seriously. UK. <laughs> <laughs> and it's not because we know what this tweet is. And he's got, got great takes. He's yeah, a just, very smart he's got some man. Fantastic we loved him before takes. this. Yes. Beautiful spirit. Uh, <laughs> love his aura. Yeah. Um, NFL UK tweeted out a quote. From Mr. Tony Romo saying, I think the Chargers sneakily could win the Super Bowl. I don't care if it's sneakily, boisterous. I don't care how it happens. I just want to win a Super Bowl. Yeah. But thank you, Tony Romo, for the vote of confidence. That is. I like to hear it. Yeah, that is huge. I mean, the guy can, if you watch him commentate, almost every game, he'll be like, I bet they're going to do this. Yeah. And then they do. can see the future. Yeah. He can yeah. see it happen. So the guy's smart. He knows what he's talking about. He knows football. And he, he doesn't thinks, know championships, though. 
Not firsthand. <laughs> but he's seen them before. He's, watched he's experienced. Yeah. He's yeah. watched. Yeah. He's yeah. He knows what it the takes to win because he's <laughs> the, never the, done yeah. that. The yeah. Cowboys could have sneakily been a favorite for the Super Bowl, but not the case. He he sees a quarterback. He knows. He knows a certain this is person yeah. on our roster, and he's yeah. like, "Damn, that guy can do some serious Dang. shit." Team, sorry for the shit I just threw at Tony Romo. I don't know where that came from. Haterade. Yeah. Yeah. That was weird. Me and Kevin gotten into a little uh, spat before we started I still got recording, him and I think it's still. I think yeah. I think my, the blood is pumping. Yeah, it's so a little the, fiery. It's the Duggan curse. It's so uh, watch out. You can't be wrong. That's that's yeah. the Duggan yeah. curse, and um, Kyle and I are infected. Yeah. <laughs> I got to see. Just got to dig cure. your heels in, and, <laughs> and there's no cure. More cowbell. More nope. cowbell. <laughs> so yeah, pretty awesome to hear Tony Romo say something like that. He's not saying that about anybody else particularly. So pretty cool. Um, Tony Romo's team. There you go. Let's go. I don't know what that means. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right. Looking at another tweet here. This I is. Think- I think somebody read that tweet and was like, "Oh, I have an idea." Oh shoot! Yeah. Oh yeah. Go. There. So, so from Caesar Sportsbook, uh, j- this just in: a better, not a a person who bets, a bettor, <laughs> bettor at Caesar's Palace just put forty thousand dollars on the Chargers, <laughs> plus twenty five hundred to win the Super Bowl. Potential win is a million dollars. Insanity. Ha, ha, ha. That is like I want to see that. Like that's like cool. Like yeah, that's really. I want cool. yeah. I want this guy to win. I want like uh, Sony has more confidence than I do. Like I'd have to like refinance my house well, to do something had, like probably this. Probably has billions of dollars. Yeah, I don't think he mortgaged the house to be yeah, like yeah, Tony yeah. Romo said this. <laughs> you don't. Let it ride. <laughs> you don't know for sure. This I is don't, he, I maybe don't, he went right. on a maybe he went on a heater all weekend and he's like you know what I got forty k I'm putting it all on the Chargers yeah yeah they just kept playing wait Kev don't yeah. we have a didn't you put some of our winnings from last Vegas yeah. trip on the Chargers yeah. we we could win sixteen hundred a hundred not quite bet. a million but You'd hey love to see we'll it. take it. dude sixteen hundred's a Come Vegas on. trip let's that's all go that's to Vegas huge, man yeah, <laughs> yeah. that's um, yeah that's paying for something fun. Yeah, yeah, so pretty cool that Chargers are already getting some pretty major bets going without still in the regular season. We haven't even hit playoffs yet. Um, and then this came out too. Uh, they've been announcing some Pro Football Hall of Fame class finalists. A lot of players and uh, Charger fans know that there is a particular coach who we've been begging to get into the Hall of Fame for quite some time has changed the game from his era and. Uh, it is announced that legendary Chargers head coach Don Coriel is a finalist for the uh, Hall's class of 2023. It has to get done. God, please, this year. Isn't it like at a certain point they can't uh, nominate him anymore? There's some stipulation. Oh, like that. Like it's got to happen soon, man. He has this guy deserves in. it. I don't care. Stipulation, smipulation. Just get the man in. He should have been in so long ago. Like 40 years ago. Yeah, he he revolutionized the way that football is played. And yeah. it's, it's not like we've gone back to having a heavy running game ever since him. It's been, all right, let's throw the ball downfield as much as we can. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I'm trying to, I, I don't even know what other coaches he's going up against, if any. I think we just uh, saw a lot of players. I saw like Dwight uh, Freeney is in there and in addition, so, you know, a former Charger. Uh, Chuck Howley, Joe Klecko, Ken Riley, and contributor slash coach finalist Don Coriel. Those are senior finalists. Mm. I don't. So, I haven't heard of any of the first ones. I, all I know is Don Coriel. So yeah, get him same. In. So popularity contest. Let's go. Come on, <laughs> please. 
get him in. Please. Um, and get this guy in, too. I, I don't know that we've talked about it on this episode. We've talked about our our president of Die Hard Bowl Club, Rike, uh, as fan of the year. Understandably so. Couldn't have gone to a better guy. Yeah. Um, and I don't know. He's been the Chargers fan of the year. That was that's official. That's done deal. He got the leather jacket. He's got everything. the jacket. He's, he's got yeah. the he the looks good. Crystal. He's got, he's got it all. Yeah, come on. <laughs> he's got it every. He's got it all. So, but there is a potential for an even higher accolade than that. Not just the Chargers fan of the Tell year. He more. could be the entire NFL <laughs> fan yeah. of the year. So if Let's you vote, yeah. So please go out and vote for Rike. We love this guy. Uh, and I mean, I couldn't think, I don't know who the other fans are, but I don't care. It I should be, sh- Rike. I don't give a shit. <laughs> Getting fan go of the vote year. for Rike. Yeah. Please, please. Yeah, and a, thank you. He's a great guy and he does so much for our uh, community. So yeah. Um, and, it, and for this podcast too. Dude, it's and just for cra- us as well. Yeah. It's crazy. What, what, how much work goes into doing the things that they do? Like, right. Yeah. It is completely volunteer because yeah. he loves the chargers. This ain't a job. He, no, <laughs> he's no, not no, making he's, an income. <laughs> he's put, he put so much work into every single tailgate. We all love going to the tailgate, right? Yeah. Like I don't do anything to contribute to helping no. that function. <laughs> no. I just show up and consume. So I'm so <laughs> you're just a consumer. I'm just a consumer. You just hold I'm your hands so out grateful. and you're like, all right, at some point these <laughs> are gonna the, get filled. <laughs> <laughs> and thank God we have a provider, yeah, Enrique. Think, That's in, right. Enrique, yeah, to put all put everything together. It's just I don't know. I think if you know what Rike does, you know he deserves the vote. Go on. NFL.com, NFL, all I just type in fan of the year on Google search. Yeah, we'd give you it. the address, but it's pretty. <laughs> it's hefty. <laughs> it's, it's a doozy. Hefty. It's not hefty. user hefty. friendly. So, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, go in and vote and uh, and get our guy the NFL fan of the year. That would be pretty sweet. Love you, Rike. Love you, bud. And let's uh, ha- talk about some other accolades. This was also a first timer. Lindsay Theory tweeted out Chargers running back Austin Eckler has been named the AFC Player of the Week for the first time in his career. He is the first player from Western Colorado University to earn the award. There's a little guilt in here because he's deserved this. He deserves a lot of things, and I'm glad that he got it. I'm yeah. so glad that he got it. It's amazing that it's taken this long for him to just get Player of the Week. Yeah. <laughs> like, Come on, like there's you can't you tell me there's other performances from other AFC people that have been better. He's had I mean, three touchdown games on multiple yeah, occasions. Come on, yeah, it, it's pretty wild, but absolutely well deserved. Austin Eckler, whatever accolades we can hand your way, we would gladly do so because yeah. you deserve oh, every single one of them. And you guys need to go check out. He has he just released his new app, the Experience. The Experience. It, it's an app you can get on your phone, and you basically can get you know other um you can get uh, players to sign your stuff like yeah. direct you don't have to like go on ebay and hope it's his signature or whoever whatever players that go on this site so it's pretty sweet oh, wow. you should definitely check it out yeah that there's a lot sick. you can get signatures you can get video you can calls game, you can play, play games, games with them. together yeah so it's awesome. pretty cool yeah pretty cool thing and i mean the guy's obviously smart he's doing business just the way that he should and he's taking taking care of himself and and still playing a hell of a game. You know, it's not, he's just like, Best player in the and, AFC this week. Yeah, yeah. He's not checked out and going like, yeah, okay, well now that I got my money, I'm just going to focus on the experience guys. And he puts the shades on and walks out the door. Like, no, he's yeah. still out there balling, kicking he's ass. He's on 40, oh, 40 touchdowns in two years. He's got two, two to go to lock that in. So I'm, I want to see. Hopefully he's not the guy that we see benched come, uh, <laughs> come <know>. Sunday. 
Get him rest. But I want touchdowns. <laughs> I want touchdowns, not Just rest. Get him rest, but then if we get the ball to the one, let's throw, throw him in. in the game. Yeah, there you go. Has four yards and two touchdowns. That'd be a great day for him. Come on. <laughs> um, let's see. Eric Smith, reporter for, he's a reporter for the Chargers, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, tweeted out. Joey Bosa said he battled food poisoning this weekend and that it hampered him Sunday. But he said he feels great all around and is looking forward to getting more work in before the playoffs. So kind of a weird thing because we were expecting like, okay, he's coming back from his injury. He's saying he feels great. He can bend down and pick up pens and pencils. (laughs) He should be able to go out there and kick ass. And he did. I mean, he certainly was giving him the business. But I mean, we didn't see any sacks or anything like that. And apparently some of that is chalked up to some food poisoning of some kind. I appreciate the honesty though like holy sure. shit like you didn't have to say that you didn't have to admit that so appreciate you bro yeah i i, I have food poisoning i'm out i'm not i was gonna say i'm glad he oh, didn't no. like just shit himself on the field or something <laughs> like that i'm taking a <laughs> nap next to the toilet because those are white pants i'm pretty sure so that would that's be a, a risky business <laughs> that's that some risky business, business. <laughs> yeah food poisoning with white pants yeesh that's a no-no <laughs> that's uh that's playing with fire. One way uh, ticket to ESPN highlights is what yeah, that is. That's straight ticket to your brother, come on, man. Your, your brother wins NFL defensive player of the year and you shit your pants. <laughs> <laughs> that's a tough look. That's tough. That's a tough older brother look oh, for sure. Oh boy. Yeah. Um hey, didn't happen, so we don't have to didn't talk about happen. It. So you're you're clear, <laughs> you're good. Hold it in. Free and clear. Um, let's see, Jeff Miller. Tweeted out, head coach Brandon Staley indicated the result of the Ravens game Sunday will impact how the Chargers approach their regular season finale versus Denver. In other words, if they don't have to win, some regulars won't play much or not at all. I feel weird about this, okay? One, my favorite thing is watching the Chargers play on Sunday. And I know Chargers will play on Sunday. But seeing my guys play is like my favorite thing. So I yeah. I want to see them play, but I also want them to be rested up and no one hurt going into our first playoff game yeah. that Justin yeah. Herbert gets to play in. So aren't the backups your guys too, though? They are, but like it's like pre- it's like preseason. It's not to find the same. The silver lining, right? I, I mean, Chase, honestly, the silver awesome lining. Not, yeah, the silver lining is that we're used to seeing, and I'm not saying used to like it's always, but since 2018, we're done. By this point, yeah. especially yeah. this year, because we've got the extra week, you know, now, I mean, at this point, we'd be like, well, see you next year. And yeah. hopefully we do better. But now it's like, OK, well, we're going to have one game of some starters and some not. And then now now the now the fun starts now. Get on I'm the roller coaster, sh- baby, because it's about to get wild. I'm not sure how to do an outline for the show for playoffs. Never done it before. Not I know, sure what that's going to look up. like. It's got to look new. It's the first time for out. everything, my friend. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so I, it out. It, that, I think that's the silver lining is that this isn't the end. It's just the beginning. Mm. Yeah, no, it's a good <laughs> It's a good problem to have. Yeah. It's just like it, it will make watching football on Sunday less fun. You know, like a little bit. That's I don't I watch. I like watching football. I like watching our best players play because it's mm. fun to watch them play because they're so good. So it. You get a little, it, it's just selfish, but it'll be cool though to see if our backup guys show up. Like, you know, you got like JT Woods out there. You got some guys that like haven't played much this year that could 
go out there and shit like show that you deserve to be drafted where you yeah. where you were drafted. You know what I mean? Right. Yeah. It's gonna be interesting. So I, it's still gonna be fun. It's just it's weird to not have like la- this time last year we were going into that Raider game and it was like we have to do this. Well, it was yeah, winner. We winter have done. to do this. Now it's like we kind of maybe don't have to do this depending on something else. You know what I mean? Right. Yeah. It's just a weird energy. It it is a weird energy, and uh, but I'm still looking forward to the game and oh, yeah. and looking forward to Saturday too. That's going to be the big one of Jacksonville yeah. and Tennessee. Find out who we're going to play. Find out who, who's going to be in that fourth Hopefully. spot. Yeah. Um. Well, looking over at the injury report, uh, Daniel Popper tweeted out Thursday's injury report because I guess Chargers canceled practice today because of the rain. Uh, fields were not in good enough condition, so these are estimated statuses. Uh, limited practices were only given to Trey Pipkins and Xander Horvath. Uh, the actual list itself has some more names, but all of them are full practices, like Bryce Callahan, Justin Herbert, who apparently got a left shoulder injury. Yeah, uh, he got up slow that one. Coach time said it was like a bruise; it wasn't anything serious. They just mm. he's on the list. So okay. that's I. As soon as I saw that, I was like, "What? What? 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 Yeah, wait, 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 wait." And then I just was like literally waiting for the notification that coach was going to do his press conference. I jumped on and he said, it's like nothing to worry about. It was just a, you know, some bruises, Hmm. bumps and bruises. All right. I'll let that slide. Um, Fair enough. Well, the the name on here that's got a fold next to it is Derwin James. So I have to imagine that means he's out of concussion protocol. Yeah, he's out. He's out. out. I I didn't see any notice saying that he was out. They interviewed, yep. I saw it on Twitter, they interviewed him, which they don't do interviews with players until, unless they're out of concussion protocol. Oh, okay. So they interviewed him and he basically said that, you know, he was asked about the hit. The last time they talked to him was that Indianapolis game. Um, they got right. him ejected and he said, I'm not a dirty player. It's not me. So hmm. um, I'm just glad he's out of the protocol. Great. Yeah, I didn't know that. I, I didn't see any official notice. So that's awesome. And uh, Amen Ogbangbamiga getting a full practice, Troy Reader and Jamari Sawyer, but all getting full practices. So again, I mean, a lot of names on this list, but all of those are full and only two of them are, are limited. Granted, one of them is Trey Pipkins, which God willing, the guy is feeling good by the time playoffs come around. Yeah. Um, but this is a great list to see. I'll take it. I will absolutely take it. We're not used to this. I will take it. And let me take you over to our Patreon page, <laughs> patreon.com slash charger chat, folks. You can go on over to Patreon, check out some funny exclusive videos over there. Lots of different uh, tiers to join at. Don't feel obligated to join at anyone in particular, but hey, we offer a lot of really fun stuff over there. So go check out patreon.com slash charger chat. If you don't want to do that, that's all right. You can go on over to chargerchat.com. Check out all the cool stuff we got over there. T-shirts, hoodies, and stickers. You can chat it up with other Charger Chatteteers in our member section and ask questions and ask ball fam, which we know was having an issue. I forgot to mention it on the last episode. Yeah. We had some technical difficulties, but... Fixed. Fixed. I'm now, not so. an IT specialist, and I don't know how to run websites, but I built ours, and I figured out <laughs> what happened, so now it's fixed. Yeah. <laughs> so it's fixed now. If you want, you can ask questions and ask ball fam. So go check out chargerchat.com. My bad. Brain fog, insomnia, moodiness, weight gain. Maybe you think they're just part of getting older, but Mini Health understands that for women over 40, they can all connect to menopause. It's at the root of dozens of symptoms we experience, not just hot flashes. 
Midi clinicians are menopause experts offering safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions covered by insurance. 91% of Midi patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. Swimsuit? Check. Sunscreen? Check. Phone charger? Check. Don't forget to pack the 5-Hour Energy. It fits great in a pocket or carry-on, and the alert feeling will help you arrive ready for anything. Now get 20% off when you use code 5HETRAVEL at 5HourEnergy.com. Expires April 30th. One-time use only. Not valid with other discounts. Remember, visit 5HourEnergy.com and use code 5HETRAVEL to save 20%. What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage? Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. It's all good. (laughs) All right, gang. Well, let's uh, take it on to the next segment. Coach's Corner. I'm ready. Got my bag. Got my pencil. Let's go. Let's do it. Great moments are born great opportunity. All comes down to today. You take this helmet and you put it right in his numbers, okay? I want to see nothing but snot bubbles in his nose. A lot of people want to blame coaches for a lot of things. Nobody puts <laughs> coaches in And corner. we shut them down because we can't. It's because I believed in you. And I wish I could say something that was classy and inspirational. But it just wouldn't be our style. Let's do it. That's right, folks. It is time for Coach's Corner. Time for Kyle the Coach Duggan to learn us a thing or two about the game of football. Coach, what have you got for us today? Yeah, I wanted to look. I, I've kind of been desperately asking for more power running game. Um, and I want to talk a little bit. That, that's what we saw in these and both touchdowns this week that Eckler had. Both were at, they were not out of zone schemes. They were both out of power man blocking. So uh, I just kind of wanted to talk through it, show what it looks like. Um, you guys, please feel free to ask questions. Just raise your little hand, and I'll see it. I'll call on you, and we will learn. Yes, did you have one? Willis? I was just going to say, can you can you tell both me and the people listening at home the difference between power and yep. zone? Yeah. So a zone a zone scheme is going to give everyone a zone that they're responsible for. So if we're blocking. The running backs on the left were probably blocking right. So we're all, this would be Zion Johnson. He's responsible for this zone. Okay. Trey Pipkins, he's responsible for this zone. They all have a zone that they're working towards. Now, if this defender jumps outside, it's easy. Trey, now it's in my zone. Now Trey picks it up. Zion keeps working until somebody enters into his zone. So you're basically responsible for a patch of grass, just like defensively when you're running a zone versus man to man. Now, in power man scheme, you're responsible for a man. And what I like about it so much is it's it's angles. Like, it's tight. It's downhill. It's aggressive. This, sometimes when you're just working in zone, you're waiting for someone to come to you, and you can't go upfield. Because if you, 
these guys would have to basically like work together until someone shows and then Trey can get off. That would be zone blocking. So it's a little bit more like a dance, a little bit slower, a little bit more like finesse. You have to be very athletic, quick, quick eyes to be able to see people who's coming. Whereas in man power blocking, you're going to line up here and you know who you have. Like when, what we're going to run here is a little power back to this weak side. So what happens is we get a down block on this linebacker. We get a aggressive filer just gets getting off on the nose guard. Uh, Sawyer gets to destroy this guy blocking down. Then you're going to get a pull. It's Pipkins actually pull. So he's going to get an aggressive. He gets an angle. Pipkins pulls and gets to kick out this end. Like everything's tight angled. Everyone has a man. It's not like, oh, I'm going to start working this way and then see who shows up. Um, and I just think from watching how much better it is, I think this is just what our guys like, our offensive linemen like to do. Um, like I, Jamari Sawyer is a beast. He just is like, I don't watch enough of just his tape, but this is a rookie guard that we drafted playing left tackle. Watch him absolutely dominate this guy. So he's just going to down block, but he gets his hips completely flipped. His body is in between the man and the ball the whole time. It's just like there's this defender doesn't have a chance at the ball once. I'm going to just run it. Just watch Jamari the first time through. Don't watch Eckler. Your eyes want to go there. Watch Jamari. Just get off the ball, get downhill, turn him and manhandle him. Like Damn. there's that Jeez. guy had no opportunity to be a part of the play. Wow. Because that's my man. I don't have to think about anything else but getting downhill and smacking this guy. Now, wow. if you were in a zone, the way that, that that blocking scheme changes, if we were running an outside zone this way, these two are going to work together. So they would double team. And then as soon as this guy scraped over the top or the safety came down, he would have to come off and help. Instead, what in this man scheme, I just get to block down and blow this guy up. And that's all my responsibility. I don't have to have my eyes looking anywhere else. I get to focus. I don't have to worry about like holding on too long or the potential for any type of hold. I just think it's such a more aggressive. Watch Pipkins. Pipkins pulls, and this is Leonard Floyd. This is a good outside linebacker. He gets out there so fast. Watch his anticipation. When Justin Herbert snaps the ball, he's the first one moving. Like he's he's like giddy and ready to pull. <laughs> I like, I'm gonna get somebody up. Kevin remembers somebody. I played, yeah, I played line all growing up until high school. I was the stocky big kid. I never got to play high school. I got to play linebacker, fullback, all the fun positions. Growing up, it was just this. And when you got to pull, it was the greatest get, day. It's so exciting because most of the time they don't see you coming and no. you just get to light them up. So yeah. watch, watch how like he's so excited. He's so quick off the ball. As soon as this ball snapped, he's the first one moving and he's boom, he's already out of there. Oh, gets no. to move people. You know, like Pipkin's wow. a big boy moving that, was that fast. Quick, man. It, it's it's just I think that they enjoy doing it more. It's just more fun to do. And and when you whenever you're doing these pulls, it's all about numbers. I'll look at it a little bit more on the next play. But you look at numbers on this side of the ball. We have one, two versus one, two. Now, what's going to happen is when this when Trey pulls, now you add another guy, they have to match that other guy. So if their linebacker gets caught sleeping just a little bit, and it just gives you angles. So instead of one, two versus one, two, and then somebody else having to try to get over here really fast to cut off Bobby Wagner, instead you just say, screw that. Look at these angles we have. I can down block here. I can down block here. 
and I can kick out here. It's all straight lines and angles and tight and aggressive instead mm -hmm. of, all right, we got to work together here, all come off. You got to go fast to get to Bobby Wagner play side. It's just, I don't know. I just think that we like running it more. And then what happens is this safety up here, 33, he's unblocked. He just can't see Eckler. Eckler is so <laughs> hidden. I'm I'm not even being, I'm not even kidding. Like watch the play. He comes down to Phil and he just gets lost. He cannot find the ball. If you just watch 33 at the top of the screen, he's going to come down, can't find him, doesn't know where to go, and he's just gone <laughs> by him. Hmm. Oh, it, wow. it's, it's one of the benefits. We saw that with Darren Sproles a lot as a running back. When you're a little guy, that safety coming down from depth, it's hard to find you. D-Lyman, they can find you because it's quick. Linebackers, they can get to you a little bit. Those secondary coming down into the box, they're kind of filling with not really any eyes on the ball. There's nine, six foot five plus people in front of you. Like, right? good luck you're trying, trying to, to find them. You're trying to find Eck, who's he's like runs so low. He's not running straight up and down. Like he's not already sure. not a very tall guy, but he runs awkwardly low. Like kind of looks weird how low he runs. Yeah. Mm. All right. So this is the this is the the big Bertha, the 72 yard touchdown <laughs> run from we'll call it Big Bertha. Jamma. You yeah. have to you have to look at this. Bam lamb. But it's it's this it's a, it's almost the same exact play. Now you're gonna be what we're gonna do is we're gonna be pulling this guard and kicking out instead of tackle, but we're running to the power side. Like we went heavy. We have one, two, three tight ends and one running back. So what personnel is that guys? Wow. Uh, th uh, 31, 13, 13. Ah, so yeah, 13. Good. 13, 13 personnel. So one running back, three tight ends. Uh, so we went big, we went heavy. Here's the whole, the whole deal with the power running, pulling guys. The only reason you pull players is to get numbers. So let's just say Corey Lindsley negates this nose guard because he will on every play because he's that good. Just look at the numbers in the box. We have one, two, three, four against their one, two, three. I don't count the safety because he's out of the box. He's up there seven, eight yards. As we'll see as I run through this, he's going to get taken away by somebody else. So he's not in the play as far as the running. So we already have a four on three look on this side. Now, when I pull Filer, now you got an extra dot. So now we're running five on three. Now to negate that, they have to get a body over. So he's going to be looking here. When he sees pull, he has to get over the top that gives you the other dot to match body for body. But like I said, him getting over there is so hard because all we have to do is take this guy and go, nope. And he shuts him right <laughs> off. Nope. Right? Because all, all he has to do is give a little, little touch here to help Lindsay, shuts that off. So now you have a seal right here. Now you have this pull, and now we have one, two, three, that fourth against these three, right? Like, mm -hmm. it's just all about numbers. And with, with power running game, now we can get pulls and get guys to the other side of the formation and get numbers on them and negate that, that, that linebacker coming so much easier than trying to combo up to him. Instead, I just got a straight line to his ear hole. Linebackers do not want to be dealing with that all game. Give me zone blocks all day because they're comboing to try to get up to me. It's slow. It takes time. It's not aggressive. If I know a guard's coming from the other side of the field, if I know Zion Johnson's pinning his ears to come just knock me out so I can't get to the other side of the field, by the fourth quarter, you're going to be feeling that. Your drops are going to be slow. You're going to be more aggressive towards the run. We're going to be able to attack the middle of the field. I just, I don't know. I'm a big believer in, in this power man blocking scheme. Um, but it's just, it's just so good. Like everything on here, Filer, his pull 
it's it's just good. Like he's not gotten a lot of credit this year for what he's done, but he's gonna pull and he's gonna get up here on Bobby Wagner, Pro Bowler, awesome career, arguably potentially a Hall of Famer. He's gonna come and just completely eliminate him um, from the play. Parham and Pipkins do a sick little combo. They are working together here. It's awesome. Like you can see them talking before the play. I'll run it and you see them kind of like, hey, here's what we're going to do type of thing. McKitty gets an awesome kick out and it just sticks with it. It just looks like we're finally starting to block plays. Like this isn't new plays. This isn't um, um, some kind of crazy McVeigh trick play. This is just power football and our guys are starting to block it. Like watch, you see, you see Pipkins and, and, um, Parham already starting to talk. Like as I just run the play, like they're talking, here's what we're going to do. Now watch all of these blocks are just quick. They're just seamless. Everything is getting taken care of. And then I'll play it again from the top and Keenan Allen just putting his body on the line. This is not going to get him any pro bowls, but watch number 33 at the top here. Just keep your eyes on him. It's the same guy that we scored on last <laughs> time. Cause he say, could't yeah, find that same dude. Yeah, but now he's like, oh, I can't find Eck and Keenan Allen's coming to claw, to to earhole me. So Keenan's off the screen <laughs> right now. He's lined up wide during the slot. He's going to come in and just, it just simply gives a little seal. Boom, Boom. right there. Yeah. Now we're off to the races. And the guy, it's defensively, what you want to do is called crack replace. So if you see your, so there's somebody lined up on Keenan, right? So as soon as Keenan goes to crack, he's supposed to replace. So he should be, oh, Keenan's going to get him. I need to take his responsibility and come inside. But just making him do that, it's hard. Like sometimes you just lose responsibility. And that's what that's when it becomes these big, huge plays. Is you're just trying to put it on guys that aren't good at stopping the run to stop the run. Don't let their D linemen and linebackers continue to stop us. Make their corners and their free safeties do it instead. And then he's just off to the races and it's fun and it's kind of blurry. And I don't know why, but Hey. Just a beautiful. We run can make play. it out. <laughs> yeah, we all saw it. We know what happened. It's gorgeous. We all know what happened. Yeah. Um, w- with the way that you're talking about this, it sounds like there's almost no downside to power running. I mean, is there even a downside to running that as opposed to zone? So there's a couple of benefits of zone. One, it allows you to do the RPOs, so you can do the okay. ride, pick and throw. Um, if you have athletic enough linemen it can be really successful, especially with the type of running back that Eckler is for the running back in a power scheme. It's get downhill. You're, you have a spot. There's a, there's a designated hole that you're running, get there. And then you can make some moves in zone schemes. If you have an agile enough back, you start left, but if they see everyone over pursuing, they have the freedom to cut all the way back to the right. So there's a little bit more freedom in that sense. If you have the right running back for it and the right offensive line, I just think that this scheme is more beneficial for the guys that we have on the field right now and the way that Eck runs the ball so tough. Um, I just think that this this fits who we are a little bit more. It also lends itself to the play action that we like to run, the, the turn the back, fake the handoff, and kind of boot right. a little bit. Yeah, This type of offense lends to that, whereas the zone stuff lends to great RPOs, quarterbacks that want to run, like Lamar Jackson's, the Jalen Hurts, the Josh Allen's. Um, it lends to that style a lot. I just think that us like get downhill, make the linebackers come up and be worried about getting popped by linemen climbing. Um, and then you can hit them on big plays on play action. I, there's just, there's so many ways to do the game of football for me. I just think that that's what makes, makes the most sense. Um, and hopefully we're starting to 
click. At the end of the day, no matter what you run, the guy's got to block. So if they can yeah. block like this, it's it's a no-brainer. Awesome. All right. Thanks, well, man. there you go, Thanks, folks. Coach. Another awesome coach's corner, learning a thing or two, this time about power and zone. And it sounds like trending in the right direction. Amen. Power. I love it. Thank you, coach. You're welcome. All right, gang. And now it's time to go on to the next segment. You know them? You love them. It's the Greg Experience. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Come on in, man. Kick your feet up. Oh. Greg Experience. Hello there. Make yourself at home. Got some stuff to talk about, right? Moving on. Oh, hey. What up? Pardon me. Over here with my feet up. Chilling. Because... The Chargers are rolling into the regular season finale, not being in a win-or-go-home situation or playing in a meaningless game, uh, at which the conclusion of it, they're basically starting the offseason and preparing for the 2023 campaign. Feels pretty good, although there's still work to be done, so we can't relax all the way. With that said, let's chat a little bit about it, shall we? CC gang? The biggest of salutes and to the rest of the boat fam what is going on she got craig in texas and welcome to another edition of the craig experience all right so like i was saying it's pretty cool to stroll into this game and Get to enjoy it for what it is, whatever it's going to be. But the Chargers do still have something to play for. Aiming for that fifth seed. Would really like to get uh, one of those AFC South opponents in uh, a wild card round. Would it be uh, Jacksonville Jaguars? We owe them. Or the Tennessee Titans, whom we've already beaten. Uh, not going to lie to you. The Jacksonville game worries me just a little bit, but we're a different team now. So I just... Don't want to assume it's going to be a dub, but again, if you had your choice in teams to play in the first round, you'd probably look at that list and elect to go with one of these ro uh, dudes, guys, cats, teams. You know what I mean? Uh, honestly, just kind of looking at things, an overall perspective, uh, like 20,000 foot view, there's a lot to be encouraged by. You've seen better defensive play, although the running game was an issue again last week against the Rams. I'm just happy we didn't get smoked by Baker Mayfield because there was something in the back of my head that was just making me just a little bit concerned because, I mean, they had just cooked the Broncos and um, we're talking about one of the best defenses in the league at the time. And uh, they put up 50 on those boys. So, mm -hmm. but as things turned out, he only gave up 10. And you scored 30. So you gave me more than what I asked for. I've been asking for two score wins, which I got with the Colts. And then you get a three score uh, against the Broncos. I'm sorry. Bronco on the brain. That's who we got this week. Against the Rams. And guess who was back in the house, man? The Big Bear himself. And uh, he's working off some of the rust. But 
uh, a lot of those bull rush moves were working. He was getting some pressure on Baker, and it was nice to see it coming from the opposite side. Khalil Mack didn't have to do everything. You saw just uh, those pressures from the outside and some on the interior uh, making Baker rather uncomfortable, forcing him off his spot. And with those smaller quarterbacks, that's kind of what you want to do. You want to make a move, uh, but within the pocket as much as you can because harder for him to see over the tall trees and baker kind of sort of likes to operate outside of the pocket and do stuff uh basically uh, off script and uh he got a couple off here and there but nothing ridiculous and so the charges prevailed it was really fun to see and yo give me a second to give a shout out to mr vato again that name's been popping up a bit but uh, Michael Davis has been going under the radar a little. Reason why? You're not hearing his name called out a ton. And for a cornerback, that's a great thing because you're not in a situation where he's getting his boots smoked uh, and he's playing some significant coverage. Uh, I'm curious to see what that looks like going into the postseason. I'm actually very anxious because I'm really happy for the guy. Uh, he dealt with a lot last year in the offseason, opened up, expressed himself Give us a look into his world as a human being. And uh, I respect that because you know, these guys are more than just people on the field in football uniforms. Uh, we saw that just this week with what could have been a tragic situation uh, with DeMar Hamlin. And thankfully, with the news that has come out recently, uh, he's responsive. He's awake. And thank God for that, man, because that was scary. Uh, I remember just kind of sitting there watching the game and seeing it in real time and being in complete disbelief never seeing anything like that on a football field before i know it's happened in other instances and in other sports but man guy literally died like his heart stopped apparently twice and uh i think all the prayers and support helped to get him through i know it was really 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 difficult time for his family and uh it looks like he's on the mend and uh from the sound of things it in a situation where we're in a recovery situation um that maybe not about a lot of us expected we hoped for the best but man seems like he's got everything intact from a neurological standpoint and hope the rest of his body is fine but it's really super scary but it just uh you know kind of went off on a little bit of a tangent although it was very important to talk about going back to michael davis uh you got to be proud for what this dude's been on the football field, what he's produced. It's been fun to watch. Uh, corner out of BYU, undrafted dude, um, a lot of talent uh, as far as a, from a physical standpoint. Fast, tall, basically all you want in a man coverage corner. Really should always be like a press man corner, but mm, he still plays more zone than what I would like. But he's kind of like the prototypical man pre um, press man coverage cornerback. But anyway, however, his game's improved and he's not a liability. Hasn't been for weeks. Uh, pretty much played well all season long. And it's just uh, someone I wanted to put a spotlight on really quickly because he deserves it. Outside of that. The rest of the defense is playing really well. Alohi Gilman stepped up uh, with Derwin having been out for a few games and, again, been, in some cases, better than serviceable. So see the team coming together, uh, buying into Staley, uh, what he preaches, and working within the scheme. And him making the adjustments, I've mentioned this before, that uh, fit the guys that he has. Anyway, defense is really going to be tested going into the playoffs because... Uh, 
you can make a case that they've not played against the best offenses the last few weeks, but it doesn't matter. You go in, you play the game that you have to play, and you do what you're supposed to do. That's not always been a Chargers thing. Sometimes they walk into games against opponents that they should beat, and uh, the results are not necessarily what we expect. So let's be happy about that. Uh, offensively, okay, Joe, I'm going to give you some props this week, man. That might have been, I mean, thinking about it, it's at least a top two, three game plan that you put together against the Rams. Need to see more of it. Just be consistent. And this week, going into a game at mile high, you know, those really are always tricky. (sighs) Offensively and defensively, I just want everybody to get out healthy. I know that we're competing for that fifth seed and, um, you know, they've got their eyes squarely on that. But above all else, I just want to get to the playoffs healthy because we've been trending towards that direction. Last thing we need is a setback. I'm going to stop talking about it because I don't want to jinx it. Uh, Kevin, you got me on the superstitious kick. And now I feel like anything that I do say um, out of line uh, is not in lockstep with uh, what I've done the last four weeks uh, could put us in danger. So I'm going to stop it. Thanks. You've ruined me. Uh, Anyway, yeah, man, it's going to be a treat. Uh, And let me reel this back in a little bit. You still have to get past the Broncos. I know we're all looking forward to the playoffs, but this is, in fact, another game that the Chargers should win on the road. Uh, I haven't looked at the weather or anything like that. I don't think it'll be anything crazy. But this will be a good opportunity for a couple guys that may be nicked up a little bit to not necessarily have to go or maybe get some limited snaps. And man, I'm just I'm tired of asking for this. Because after last week, I don't know what to think anymore. Larry Roundtree got offensive snaps. Isaiah Spiller was inactive. I understand that Roundtree offers more from a special team standpoint, but uh, just as a runner and somebody that you can get as a uh, part of, I've said it again, I will mention this once more. You want a true three-headed monster in the backfield? You let Booby spin. Give Isaiah some run, man. It just doesn't make sense to me. I don't. The kid can't be performing that poorly in practice. I mean, he was kind of forced into action earlier in the season and we saw some flashes uh we didn't see anything in the game that would make us think that he shouldn't be on the field i mean it wasn't like a jt wood situation i don't think but anyway it would be really nice if Eck took less snaps and spiller was active and if you want to run he and uh kelly if you want to have all four backs active fine i don't care just let the kid get some more game experience because you're probably going to be able to use him in the postseason. Man, I mean, honestly, with as few snaps as he's gotten in the regular season, putting him under the bright lights in the playoffs, probably less likely to get any burn there. Uh, I'm going to keep beating that drum, though. Anyway, people, I'm not giving a score prediction. Once again, it's Kevin's fault. Blame him. Uh, But I do feel like the Chargers are going to pull off a dub. Don't think there's any reason for them not to. They won't be going in relaxed. They're looking to clinch that fifth seed. And so 
there's something on the line. With that said, I'm going to let y'all go. Enjoy the rest of y'all's day. I appreciate you joining me here. And until the next one, y'all take it easy. Uh, it is Mr. Bolt Ganger Do Not Bang, a.k.a. T-O-P underscore F-L-Y-T-3 over on Twitter. And yeah, I will catch y'all on the next one. Till then, after this dub, and after we clinch uh, this fifth seat, and then we're talking playoffs. Okay. Love you. Bye. Well, thank you, Craig, for another awesome Craig experience. I think there's a... I'm with you on the superstition side of things. We are. Say, See. There are things in my apartment that I have not moved because <laughs> we got the win. And it's like, well, if I move it, that might uh, throw off some some juju. So, I, yeah. yeah, there's some things that have not moved in my apartment uh, because of that. And that's thanks to you, Kevin. Thanks for hey, ruining our lives. My pleasure. <laughs> my pleasure. Living. How's that lucky egg? Uh, I haven't made it yet. Egg? I'm waiting. I'm still <laughs> waiting for Yeti or not to get me the the little pouch. Otherwise, I'm just gonna have an egg, um, with no order. Just, to yeah, just have an egg. Just hold an egg. All right, cool. I'll do it. I'll do it tomorrow. Okay. Deal. Deal. Okay. I still need the lucky <laughs> egg. Boil the shit out of it. All right. Cool. <laughs> um, a lot of great points there, Craig. And uh, yeah, I, I, I'm trying to think about like what what the Larry Roundtree coming in and the Isaiah Spiller business like I don't know I don't know the reasoning behind it but it makes me wonder if going into this next game if there are what do you think the potential is for some starters to just come into the game being just straight up inactive I think there's potential for sure they'll know yeah. I hope they'll, they'll, if the game is like at halftime if that Ravens game at halftime they're down by a lot I think you're gonna see some deactivations if you will so what is and I'm because I don't know what is what are we rooting for this Saturday when it comes to Ravens to lose yeah Ravens, well, Ravens is Sunday morning seed. we're talking uh, the Jaguars yeah. and Titans will figure out who gets uh, the fourth seed yeah that's just gonna be the, the that that the decides who we play who we if play, we're the five if seed. we're the yeah. fifth seed and then yeah. sunday morning if ravens the Bengals lose. win yeah if the Bengals win and the ravens lose that's yeah. the we're same fifth game seed, whether we win then or we're lose. the fifth seed no matter what okay but if the so ravens that's the one win, that matters more we need to win and then we're the fifth seed so okay. that's why they're going to bench people or not if the ravens win okay. we still got something to play for to get that fifth if they lose yeah. does not matter if we win that game or not we're, we're still the five seed, seed no matter what gotcha okay all right. Well, yeah. so so as you're watching the Jacksonville game, the Jacksonville versus Tennessee game, Saturday night. Enjoy it. It's just leisure watching. You or get to see be our a next fun opponent. Game regardless. Recon. Yeah. Do some recon. Yeah. Look yeah. at look at to see these our teams. Next opponent. Look at these offenses. Look at these defenses. See what you like. What you don't like. What you think you prefer. And yeah, I, who do you think then, we're? Gonna, who do you think? Let's before we go too far. Who do you think we're going to play? Jacksonville. You got Jacksonville. What do you think, Adam? Yeah. Jacksonville, yeah. I'll go Tennessee. Tennessee's been playing really poor, and Jacksonville's been on a tear. I, I think was going to say, Tennessee seems to be on the downslope. And... I think this is a, a Henry game. <laughs> this is the, the, this yeah. is where Henry does his shit. So, I don't know. I'm I'm curious. I'm not going to count the it Titans out. It could be. Even I mean, though they you have never like, know. I'd rather play the Titans in the playoffs, to be honest. I would rather play the Titans, so too. I'm but... kind of pulling for the Titans to win. Sure, yeah. Um. So, yeah, that's just a thought. Yeah. yeah, Tannehill, but it's like Tannehill's not even playing. No, he's out they're, for a while. He's on IR. Yeah, they got, they got, they're, the box will be loaded. So it's going to be, I know that Derrick Henry will probably get 100 yards still, but it's, 
going to be hard for him to carry that whole team on his back. Yeah. So I think it'll end up being Jacksonville. Yeah. So, okay. Well, there you go, folks. There's uh what to look forward to. And yeah, when, when Craig was talking about like, we got a two score win against the Colts and then we got a three score win against the Rams. Let's just keep going. Let's go four, four score, score win, win, five score win. <laughs> Let's just keep the trend alive. That'd be awesome. Win the Super Bowl by like eight scores. <laughs> yeah. I would be over in the first quarter. 56 to zero. <laughs> Chase Daniel coming in the second quarter. <laughs> finish yeah. out this game. Well, you won by eight scores. Holy <laughs> yeah. shit. Um, all right. Well, there you go, folks. Craig, thank you again for another awesome Craig experience. Thanks, man. And Thanks, uh, man. that's pretty much going to do it for this Charger Chat episode. But before we go, we've got some bolt predictions to make against this game where we don't even know how many starters are going to be playing. We don't know what the situation is going to be. So let's let's get bold. Let's get crazy. All right. I'll go you, first this week. Yeah, do it. So I don't think, I think we're going to clinch uh, the five seed before we play. So I don't think a lot of our players are going to be playing. That's just how I feel. Um, so I think we're still going to win. I think it's just going to be a lot lower scoring game with Chase as our quarterback. So I'm going uh, 14 to seven chargers. Um, Jeez. Keep it simple. Keep I it, like it. Keep it. We don't, we're a lot, Justin's not playing. Austin's not playing. There's gonna be a lot of players not playing. Um, but I think the defense, the way we're built right now, I still think we can, we can do some good stuff against the Broncos, even with our backups. Cool. I like it. Do you guys know what mine's going to be? What? 40, 45, 10. <laughs> yeah. Sack. No, you just keep Beauty. doing it. One day it's going to happen. I'm never going to not do it. We've won every single time that I've thrown that out there as a prediction. Done. Yeah, Keep it up. Deal. It's my lifetime prediction. <laughs> I don't care if Fajoko's on the team anymore. It's 45-10 Fajoko sack. I'm in it. Um, all right. I'm going to say... I'm going to say Chargers 20, uh, Broncos 10. And I'm going to say DeAndre Carter is going to run back a... Please. That'd be sweet. Please. A that punt would be for awesome. a touchdown. That would be so rad. Awesome. I want that so bad. <laughs> just I love get when we one, get pumped just, up for bolt predictions. Just like, let him taste it. It hasn't happened, but... <laughs> I just give him a taste of it, and then he'll remember how to do it. He was yeah. so good in Washington. Just give him a taste. Yeah. All right. Well, there you go, folks. Bolt predictions in the books. That's going to do it for this episode of Charger Chat. Any final thoughts there, gentlemen? Have fun weekend, guys. A lot of stuff's going to shake out, and we're going to know what we're doing going into yeah. the playoffs. So let's go. Preamble. We're going to have a seed. We're going to have a time that we're playing in the playoffs. <sighs> Hopefully we're it's a Saturday where. so Kyle can be poolside. <laughs> Hopefully Saturday or Monday so I can yeah. be not on a plane. Yeah. Please. Amen. Do us a favor here, NFL. <laughs> um, all right. Well, don't forget to bolt up, folks, because we're ready for any squad, any place. Okay, love you, bye. Okay, love you, bye. Okay, love you, bye. If you're a woman over 40 dealing with hot flashes, insomnia, brain fog, moodiness, or weight gain, you don't have to accept it as just another part of aging. The experts at Midi Health know all these symptoms can be connected to the hormonal changes of menopause. And Midi can help with safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions covered by insurance. 91% of Midi patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. Swimsuit? Check. Sunscreen? Check. Phone charger? Check. 
Don't forget to pack the 5-Hour Energy. It fits great in a pocket or carry-on, and the alert feeling will help you arrive ready for anything. Now get 20% off when you use code 5HETRAVEL at 5HourEnergy.com. Expires April 30th. One-time use only, not valid with other discounts. Remember, visit 5HourEnergy.com and use code 5HETRAVEL to save 20%.